Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ah, fantastic. Holiday time for me. I'm off to cooler climates. It's I love this town. I really do. But I'm going to Christmas uh, and it's too hot here. No, I'm going to colder places. Tom, colder, colder, we're not. Colder. We're not finished. What? Jesus. <sighs> okay, so <laughs> Tom's clearly gone on holiday. He's he's just gave up before we finish. That's just so Tom. But like, look, we're both on holidays at the moment. So we decided we'd give you a little bit of a, a best of clip. So we thought that we'd submit. Um, this is actually a clip of our favourite moments from our first season. Now, this is what we submitted to the Australian Podcast Awards to get us nominated for Best Sex and Dating Podcast back in 2020. We thought that we love these clips enough that we'd sort of give you a, gu- uh, a, a listen, I guess, to some of these clips so you can hear what moments made it into our favourite moments and helped get us nominated for a national award in our first year of existing. So, guys, enjoy and don't forget, please, if you want to be one of the guests when we get back from holidays, get to us on ghostsboyfriendspast at gmail.com. But until then, have a happy holiday. Hey, Tom. Yes, Liz. Would you put up with bad sex? If it meant a really good relationship. I have a saying, Liz, that sex is often like pizza. (laughs) Even when it's bad, it's still pretty good. (laughs) I like like that. So for a good relationship, yes, I think I would. Yeah, me too. But I I got told by a bunch of female friends that they would, that's one of their deal breakers, that they would be... If, 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 if the sex was bad, they would be out the door. I'd just be uh, too grateful to have it. So, <laughs> <laughs> if the relation, but the relationship's good, like yeah. I'm, I'm happy in that. Yeah, fine, bring it on. Because you can teach good yeah. sex, right? Yes, like if somebody's awful, you can just be like to the left, to the right. There you go. Or breathing techniques. And, yeah. Or pills. You just got to program them to do exactly what you want. Because technically, bad sex is just either someone is actually really bad at sex or. They've been programmed to please someone who isn't you and you need to reprogram them. Right. You've got to become a sex teacher. Yeah, some right kind class. of educator. Get your little pointer stick out. The, the female body. <laughs> Consists of these areas. Yeah, apparently I'm in the minority. Apparently wow. we're in the minority. Wow. Almost all of my fe- – and I don't know if it's a female-male thing, but almost all of my female friends said they'd be 100% out if the sex was bad. Well, I was like, I'd rather be treated well and have shitty sex personally, but you know. Maybe we should put a poll on Facebook and see which Yeah, wins. I'd be interested. And then let us know if you identify as male or female and we'll get this sorted once and for all. My name is Liz Best. I am one of the hosts of Ghosts of Boyfriends Past and I'm here with the other host. Hello, I'm Tom Harris, still.
And oh. after after sex, you don't have the energy to run away from a lunatic. You just want to go to sleep. Or do you? <laughs> or well, do you? I, or do she you? came back oh into the room and she goes, oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's I, went, I went, oh, it's just like this. no, I don't think it's okay. <laughs> it's really not. No, um, it wasn't okay. Um, and I said, maybe I should leave. And she goes, no, no, you don't have to leave. It's okay. I s- next, And then as she's saying this, he's gone, he better leave or I'm going to slit his throat. And so anyway, she goes back out and to talk to him again. Now, I forgot to say something at the start, and that was that the house is one of those houses where when you walk in... Um, it's on one level, um, but the house sits on like a slope, like it's sort of like the the land slopes down the yeah, way yep, at the back. Yep. Mm-hmm. And her bedroom was at the back of the house. I didn't know that the land sloped away down at the back. Okay, so okay, just so note, note this. Okay, so yep. that's important here. So I'm I'm thinking to myself, well. I don't want a confrontation because I, I, I don't know what this I don't know who this person is. I don't know what he's capable of. I want to make sure that I'm safe and I just want the least amount of conflict. So mm. I just um, found a pen and paper and went, had a great night. I will see you later. P.S. Let's do this at my place next time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, that would have been good. I should have uh, said that. Oh, no. Yeah. My beautiful brain. Hello. Um, but yeah, so I, 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 wrote, I wrote that note and then I, um, I decided, right. So I opened her back window and I chucked all my clothes out the window. <laughs> so you have... No clothes on. No, I had point. no clothes on, mm-hmm. and yep. I thought, Continue. I thought, I'll just, I'll just chuck all my clothes out the back window, <laughs> and they'll climb out the back window. <laughs> so far, so good. I like it. I'm on board. I would have done the but same. Yep. Remember but. the point we just said. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. The house. <laughs> so it was like a two-story drop down. <laughs> so I couldn't climb out the window, and <laughs> I was and naked. You to get your clothes out. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm naked in a house. Going through her clothes. <laughs> I need oh, I should have done that. <laughs> oh, yes. I should have. Like, you wouldn't need, that? You like, need that would totally, over your shoulder. That would totally have de-escalated the that situation. Psycho, that psychopath wouldn't have done anything if you came out wearing a dress. Like, hey. Oh, <laughs> yes. What are you doing? Yeah, that's. Uh, oh, wow. Yes. No, well, that's. In, Instead, you... Instead. <laughs> Instead, I just walked out completely <laughs> naked. Oh, that's good. I like um, that. I like that. And there was a table and chairs between me and him. And then she's gone, what are you doing? Uh, she goes, you're naked. Oh, my gosh, what are you doing? And he's going, I'm going to slit your throat. And so he started... So, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. He has a knife at this oh, point. Oh, yeah, right? no, he yes. 100% has we, we, we a knife. We need to establish that there is oh. actually a knife yeah. in this guy's hand. Yeah. Like, my Sorry. heart is going like yeah. a hummingbird. He <laughs> has like one of those um, big like butcher knife things yeah. that No nonsense, use it's a knife. Yeah. yeah, like it's a big kitchen knife thing. And he's got it in his hand and I'm looking at him and like he's, uh, I mean, I'm I'm only about 5'9 and he's about five seven so he wasn't actually a tall guy and he was a metal head looking dude um with, with a, goatee a knife and <laughs> yeah so he looked angry but right. he was an he was a short man and i and i kept on thinking to myself don't make short angry man jokes don't make short no, angry man jokes um that's why they are yeah. short angry men yeah. because people make short angry man jokes yeah um so 
he's doing that and he started walking towards me. There's a table between me and him mm. and I thought that like I just pushed the table towards him and then like run. And but because <laughs> yeah. there's yep. so much adrenaline, what's happened And you're nude. And I'm nude. Yeah. <laughs> I push the table probably a little bit too hard oh, and it flips up and it thonks him on the head <laughs> and knocks him clean out. <laughs> he's, Steve he's, Smash. He's lying on the ground. Steve Smash and, 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 and then I'm Steve standing smash. there naked and I'm like going, do I call the ambulance? And she goes, no, you just go. <laughs> I said, I'm, I'm just going to go into your backyard to get my clothes. So nothing really happened except one night when I was, when I got, and very late at night, I got three missed calls from him. And in the morning, I get another call from him and I pick up and I'm anticipating like an ultimatum about moving to Brisbane Mm. and it's his housemate. Oh. Overnight. He had hung himself. Oh, Holy fuck, Zane. And yeah, this is... Uh, so, of course, that was the end of me for that day. Um, and everything was going on and the housemate didn't know what to do. He'd called the uncle and uh, kind of got things moving that he thought... He knew the situation between... Um, have I even given him a name? I'll call him Tim. Yeah, you yeah, called, called him Tim. Tim. Yeah. Um, between Tim and I, so he wanted to keep me up to date. Uh, and, of course, I had no way of... I had no in to his life other than him. Yeah. So, through Sorry, his... Sorry, I'm, like, crying now. <laughs> no, that's fine. It's, like, oh, I, that's, shit. it's completely understandable. Um, yeah, that just... Wow. Okay. The, <laughs> take, a, take a minute, everyone. Take yeah. a breather. Um, uh, so, that... And, again, like, I didn't... I had grown up knowing I was gay from very young. So I when I was uh, 10 or 11, and I'd kept that from my family for a very long time before I came out. And so I didn't really have a good relationship or good enough relationship with them that I could go with them to them with this problem. Yeah, sure. And just having moved to Brisbane, I didn't really have any people here <laughs> yeah, to really course. deal with that with. Yeah. So... I took time off work and I found out through the housemate um, when the funeral was going to be. It was going to be in Bundaberg. It was going to be a church service, etc. And he was not going to be there, but he told me where it was because uh-huh. the family had said, you're not welcome. Um, <clears throat> and the reason will come out soon why. Um, so I showed up there. And basically sat down, and then I was approached by three people just saying, "Oh, who who are you? How, how do you know um, Tim?" And so I told them, "Oh, I'm just friends from back off." And they, "Are you are you Zane?" Uh-huh. I said, "Yes, I am." Then they went off and got the family, and the family came back and started yelling at me. And at the funeral, at the funeral, oh um, this was just before the service started. <coughs> they were yelling at me, basically. Kind of got physical in the uh, like I wasn't, um, I was just basically backing off and going, Look, if you don't want me here, I'm not going to be here. But they were like very, like, you got him into drugs, you oh. you corrupted oh him, um, etc., etc., etc. Um, at this point, the uncle, I think, 
it was. I don't know. I don't know his uncle from a bar of soap. Sure. But yeah. someone stood in front of them and just said, hey, just leave. Yeah. Um, and so I did. But now they knew that I existed and that I cared. And that led to uh, about seven years of harassment of their, uh, of the family uh, sending me threatening letters, making threatening phone calls. And it got to the point that I had moved like four times since this whole thing had happened. And they were sending me drugs in the mail um, with these letters, uh, kind of like uh, like they were trying to frame me for for whatever. So obviously, like after a year or so of this and it kept happening, I went to the police and said, hey, can I get a restraining order? And they're like, yes, you can. Um, so I had to see them in court a couple of times and then after that I didn't have to go to court anymore. But it kept on happening and so it was just a matter of reporting these incidents to the police. Right. His brother, his older brother, moved to Brisbane. Ah, crap. Uh, which meant that I never saw him, but I know that he was outside of my house a number of times because there were packages delivered that with no mailing address yeah. in them. Uh, so... This is, um, and then it kind of just drifted off. So this is kind of a huge part of why I never now, I I, I never don't respond when someone calls. Yeah. Um, Because that was a lot of guilt uh, for the weeks. I can own, I'm flabbergasted. I can't. can't. (laughs) And for how... Sad and tragic this story is. I I feel very angry that someone that a group of people could be so unfair to for such a long time as well. Yeah. Like I understand if you lose someone and you want to throw the, and you want to blame someone or you want I I get that on a like I just I get it. Um, I don't agree with it, but I get it. But to to but to hound you for like relentlessly. The big for, thing that for, I, for so long. the one thing that I hold against them, like emotional, em- emotional people are going to do emotional things, but like afterwards, it was not emotional at all. Like it was cold and calculated. Like we have to. They weren't lashing out anymore. They yeah. were, yeah, they were. I just can't. I'm still stuck back in. Um, oh, I just can't stop putting myself in in Tim's shoes. In in. Getting to a place, sorry, this really hit That's me and list, I didn't please. quite expect it to, but getting to a place where you felt like that was the answer. I gave up theatre for a person and I that, accidentally did that for that a little while. That is just ridiculous. Yeah. That is the one thing in my life that I get joy from. Ladies, I'm going to give you a bit of a, a bit of a scowling right now. Okay, don't ever you. give up what you like for someone else. No, no well, please don't ever don't, do that. You don't realize that you're yeah. doing it. They okay, just say okay. that they want to spend more time with you and then you go, "Well, I don't have time for theater because right. this man that loves me wants to spend time with me, so I'm going to do this thing that I love rather than the other without realizing it's a subtle way of controlling you." Literally so, that. And it's like maybe we can do this activity together like build figurines because that would be really couple and like loving he that what he likes. So I built these, I built figurines, <laughs> You <guys>. nerd. <laughs> I looked back and was like, mm, okay, I get people collecting figurines, but go into there. So maybe to the that's point a- of building them yourself to start your own line, like good on you, but why, girl? <laughs> so maybe- <laughs> I threw that figurine in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> good on you. So maybe that's an overall lesson for people listening at home. Like 
just be careful about like what's being taken away from you. What are you giving up? What are you losing? Um, I would recommend checking in with your friends because yeah. I know that when my behaviour and um, like I went from this super confident woman to someone who's like, oh, maybe I do need help with that because someone said that I'm not super good at it. Um, my friends were the ones who were like, what the fuck is happening? You used to be this and now you're this. What's going on? So I think if you kind of check in with the people that know you most and mm. one of the things that I learned in a self-help book that I was reading was like when you start dating somebody, ask your friends questions like what do you like about him? What do you like about me with him? What am I like when I'm with him? Right. Yeah. And little vetting questions that you can ask so that so that you can kind of get that early on feedback of whether someone is changing you. I, I used to um, right. write pros and cons lists and like the cons would always outweigh the pros. And it's so funny right now because I can think in hindsight and go, these were so many negative experiences. Why didn't you leave? But I can't, I'm not that person that I was anymore. So I can't tell you why sure, I stayed. Yeah. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. There are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.